0: Welcome to Prompt Brand Innovation, a podcast about marketing and innovation in the age of chat GPT. My guest today is Shravan Rashpuroit, the CEO of the Intellify, the next generation AR, VR, XR and metaverse production company. So Shravan, first of all, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speaking with me. And uh, tell us a little bit more about who you are, and tell us a little bit more about the IntelliFi. You know, what do you guys do?
1: Uh, as as you mentioned, my name is Shravan Rajpuravet. I'm the CEO and co-founder of the IntelliFi. Uh, we are an uh, AR/VR company, metaverse, and like we do augmented reality, virtual reality, metaverse, and different kind of you know immersive experiences. So, we started this company back in 2018, and we just recently completed five years, got 40 people in house, and yeah, that's how we do.
0: Wow. So, it's been a, a, a fast growth actually for, for <laughs> yeah. you guys. Yeah. And, and you, you're you working very much internationally, I understood. Yeah, right. Okay. So, you have clients. Where, where are most of your clients uh, located? So, uh, 60 to
1: seventy percent of our clients are based out in US, and rest thirty to thirty to thirty five percent are based in India, Europe, uh, Asian region. So different part of that, but maximum is is US. When any any sort of new trends comes in into the market, it's always you know the US who picked it up and take it to the another level. So that's why you know when we started this, obviously you know the initial inquiries that started coming to us was from the US itself. So that's how we kept our focus to US.
0: So, you were one of
1: the early uh, companies actually offering such services. For oh, sure. I mean, there was a lot of backlashes. Like, you know, people used to come to us and say, you know, why are you starting this particular company? Who is going to take AR? AR is not going to survive. I mean, a lot of things happened. Even people around me also said that, hey, you know, you should do the native mobile app development and web development because that is going to be the scope. But still, me and my co founders were pretty sure that, hey, you know, let's take. Let's take, you know, a fight on this. Let's see how it goes. At least we should give at least a two years to this, right? And then we'll decide whether this is going to work out or not. But luckily, it worked out. And here we are with five years of experience and with 40 people in-house.
0: We, we talked about your customers being mostly in the U.S. because, you know, that's where the, the trend started. And therefore, they are the most likely to understand it before anyone else. Can you give us some examples of... Uh, type of projects you do. So who are the customers? Why do they use your service and what do they do? You know, what do you provide? What kind of results they get? Just, you know, one or two examples to bring that to life.
1: Sure, so uh, our customers are mostly, you know, uh, startups, mid-scale companies, and as well as enterprises as well. So we don't have a specific customers, but you know, uh, initially when we started, all of them wanted to use AR or VR into their services, into their product, right? But majority, uh, when we started in 2018, our core uh, customers were real estate companies because those were the first adopters of you know AR and VR. Then it got into the education, then into the entertainment, and that's how it worked out. So initially, most of the work which we did was around the real estate companies for you know Dubai, uh, uh, for different parts of the US as well. So that's how it got kicked off. And within the next two or three years, it turned out that you know most of the industry, industries are doing it. Mm-hmm. So right now, if I talk about our major customers are from marketing and advertising companies, mm-hmm. uh, because they have a brand, they already have a brand uh, who want to spend on marketing, but on a, some sort of different level of marketing. And mm-hmm. that's how immersive experience comes into that. And they can pitch it to their brand, brands can utilize that, and they can show it to their customers. Because mm-hmm. now each customer wants something immersive, right? Mm-hmm i would not say that all customers understand ar vr till now also i would say hardly 25% people understand ar vr but still brand has to use ar and vr to give immersive experience to their customers for example you know if they are launching hmm. a particular product right uh, so initial the the traditional way was that you know you set up the billboard you do the uh, uh, you know the digital billboard then you give the print ads and then you put it on instagram etc but now, what people want is that you know you you let them try that. For example, if I'm I'm launching a lipstick brand, right?
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can give an uh, virtual try on to the customers that hey, you know, try this. So they try on themselves. They get immersive when they go to my website and they maybe they can buy it. So mm-hmm. the study that you know the people who have virtually try on the products, that has actually increased more than 50% of buying rate. So you know that has happened. But yeah, coming back to your question, who are our customers and some really this is so. Right now, our majority of the customers are marketing and advertising companies. They they work with the brand and the give their business. Yeah. Secondly, uh, we work with the direct brands. So brands like, you know, uh, Discovery, uh, Boimer Group, Medtronic, Saffron, Emphasis. So these are some of the brands for whom we have created the solutions and has been used by them. And, fantastic. Yeah. And some of the real estate use cases, which I mentioned about. So there is a company in Switzerland called Kistag. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, with for whom we created this completely, so they are into an interior designing company, right? So they are mostly into the kitchen designing. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we created this AR and VR solution for them. So through help of AR, you can visualize all of their kitchen in AR. So for example, you are sitting at your home, uh, you select whatever type of kitchen you want, and that kitchen come in front of you. So now the customers can get a feel of that. You know, if they are buying this kitchen, right? For example, if they are giving order of this particular kitchen, so how this is going to look like. How, how it is going to virtually looks like. For the virtual reality, what we did is their representative can go to the customer's home. They can give that headset, they wear the headset, and then completely customize their own kitchen. So an example, you set up the kitchen, there's a uh, virtual kitchen in front of you because you're already into the virtual world. And you can customize the color, the combination, etc. And that's how then you make the buying decision. So
0: solution mm. really worked for them. This is this is great. These are great examples. So just to uh, kind of like summarize for people who are, you know, not necessarily very very familiar with AR or VR, the possibility. So you mentioned a few uh, a few examples. So one of them, starting for example with lipstick. So yeah. I will go to a shop, for example, a Sephora, and there's a QR code, and I use my phone and I scan the QR code, and potentially I see myself like a, like a selfie, and I see myself with the lipstick on, with exactly. Color, So straight away, I don't need to try, you know, so it's fantastic or or the kitchen. I'm on on a website or on an app. And again, here I have the opportunity to use my phone and select a particular kitchen. And when I move my phone to uh, to my room, for example, then the kitchen is there. I can see the cabinet and etc. So straight away I can see how it will look (laughs) inside my house. And and obviously that must be an amazing way to accelerate sales.
1: even even nowadays, you know, every uh, brand is using AI. That's what I can say. I mean, you know, they are trying to use it, they are thinking of using it, or they are already using it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how it is working. So, an example, ray right now. If I talk about the Raven, brand, right, so they mm-hmm. are also. If you go to their website, you get an option of virtually trying out all of their glasses. Mm-hmm. Now that helps you to make a better decision that you know whether these glasses are going to look good on me or not, which was not earlier available. What people used to do is they either used to go to a local shop. They go there they pick up the glasses they wear it they try out and so that's a little bit of consuming time right nowadays what people can do is if i'm sitting at my office i got a 15 minutes of window free time right i can quickly go to the ribbon website i can just try out 15 different shades and that's it i can buy it so i'm saving a lot of time even if i go directly buy from the website or so i can maybe get some better discounts mm. and that's how you know the things I'm like
0: making easier yeah it, it solves the real problem yeah, as you said, this is the real problem, which is again, you know, I have to imagine how it looks and and what you what you say will resonate, you know, I mean, it resonates with me and probably with a lot of people. This more often, you will still walk to the shop, try, although you will still buy on a website because they have more choice, you know, and more inventory and it's cheaper, but you still you save yourself the trouble. Uh, But it's interesting because we talk about these uh, real uh, solving, real pain points, real needs, uh, and the exams we we gave, I suppose, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's clear. cut I I love to try that. It makes a lot of sense. But recently, uh, it seems that everything to do with uh, metaverse, uh, especially went for a hype curve. And we are... It seems from the media, from the press, from the comments we are getting that the hype curve is a little bit behind us. We see more uh, cynical comments about the the, the metaverse, for example, than than, than positive ones. Why do you think it's why do you think it's so? So, uh,
1: so I'll divide, you know, so I always keep AR, VR and metaverse as in three different segments, right? I never Mm. mix it now. As a company, we believe that AR and VR is still a potential, helping people and making the real sense. Now, the real question comes on the metaverse, because what metaverse is going to do is they're going to do everything. Like, you know, they're to- taking you completely to the virtual world. Uh, all Everything is happening virtually around that. So my thinking is that people are not able to still digest that, you know, why should I shop everything virtually? I mean, obviously, you know, if I go to the Ravens website, I can, t- but still I'm in a r- real world, right? Everything is happening in the real world. I'm just trying out the shades on my face. Mm -hmm. So that's an ER thing. Coming back to the metaverse, a lot of things have happened with the metaverse. So there's an NFT involved, blockchain involved. A lot of big brands are trying to, you know, launch their product into the metaverse. But the real problem is how people are going to join metaverse, right? Either you need to have a good headset, which is a VR headset. uh, You need to have a laptop or something. Or people are still not aware of how to use the metaverse but if it comes to the uh, normal ar and vr right so for ar example instagram and snapchats are there so mm-hmm. they are giving brands an option that hey you know you create the filter you give an option people to buy them mm-hmm. and you try them out then you can they can go to their website and buy it so right now people are already using snapchat people are already using instagram so it's very easy for them to you know just pick up one more thing like an ar to you know try out and buy the things but when it comes to the metaverse, it's completely a different game. A lot of things are required, you know, the quality of uh, graphics, the quality of 3D model, a lot of things are involved in that. So people are still not, you know, I would say, convinced to use the metaverse. So I'll always keep metaverse as a separate part, mm-hmm. which I also agree that it's on a little bit of declining rate, the kind of height mm-hmm. which it got like, you know, in a year back. But now uh, it is still on the maybe, I wouldn't say on a decline line, but maybe on a stagnant line. Mm, but mm. AR VR, it's still a way ahead to go. I mean, people yeah. are using it, we are doing it. So as a company, our majority of the project is on AR and VR, not on the metaverse
0: mostly. Because <laughs> VR is going to help us people, that's why. That kind of makes sense because in, in essence, I, I, you know, again, we talk about augmented reality, so you're making the real world, which we know how to use, <laughs> you're making the real world better as opposed just to... just one you know, more point, uh, yeah. why? People are not able to, uh, so obviously everybody did
1: Metaverse, right? All brands try to get into the Metaverse, but now why they are not getting back into the Metaverse because the real ROI, they are not able to get the real ROI out of that, right? For example, everybody has an objective behind doing something, some sort of marketing thing, right? For example, if I do something on Metaverse, I have an objective that, hey, you know, I want to have 10,000 people on the Metaverse, when 10,000 people come on Metaverse, they, sh- they should do this much amount of thing. They should go to my website this amount of time. That's a real objective that people have when they do any sort of marketing or advertising thing right but that kind of roi has not been gained by the brands that's why they are not able to you know do the retention and all those stuff but if it comes to the ar and vr it's very easy i mean you know amazon uh, uh, the big brand like you know walmart the walmart recently bought a company in india called flipkart so flipkart is one of the biggest brand if you must be aware of that right So Amazon and Flipkart are giving you an option to try out furniture, electronics, uh, 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 I mean, all the e-commerce products at your home. Why they are doing it? Because they are seeing the real value in that. They are seeing that people are using it, people are loving it, and it is also helping them to reduce the return rates, which was one of the biggest points for the e-commerce companies.
0: Yeah, it, it makes complete sense. Uh, it makes. I think I think you are very, very right in separating uh, metaverse from other applications of immersive, you know, like VR, AR. And even, even on metaverse, you know, for example, I personally saw a lot of use case uh, and a lot of success stories in business to business, for example, like learning and development through digital yeah. twins. See, for example, uh, oil companies that spend... Uh, millions flying engineers from all over the world to oil rigs, you know, to learn how to troubleshoot stuff. And instead, they invest in creating a digital twin in the metaverse and train yeah. people remotely. So the, the 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 ROI, the cost savings are basically enormous. It's very clear business case. And okay. what do you think is next then for, for I will say, uh, immersive? And, and I'm, I'm really curious to have your view on what's next for metaverse, as well as uh, AR, just curious.
1: So, uh,
0: so AR and VR,
1: I mean, is something still we are pretty sure that, you know, uh, so we have separated, you know, different segments. So AR we think is advertising and marketing uh, where, you know, most of the AR is going to be used. So like brands are going to use for their brand's promotion, uh, for their product promotion. So a lot of things are going to happen in AR. People are adopting it, right? Coming to the VR part, VR is mostly going to be used on the training part. So, for example, you have a particular company, you have a machinery. So, VR can be used in three parts. You can onboard the people, right? You can give a virtual induction into that, which can help a lot of time saving and everything. Uh, You can also give, you know, product demonstration, like, you know, you have a big machinery and you want to demonstrate to to your customers. So, you can simply put on the headset and you can give it to your customers, right? Mm -hmm. And third, training the people, which is one of the most costliest game for any company, right? So if you are training thousands of people every year mm. and if this particular device helps you to save at least 20%, 30%, or 40% of your cost, which is all doing, it is already happening, right? Mm. So this is what happening. So we have segregated into AR and we are like this. Now for the metaverse, I believe the next step or maybe the current step, which is going to be enlarged would be more with the uh, you know uh, the digital collaboration So, for example you are sitting at your place right now and i am sitting here right now so instead of doing on a skype maybe we'll get into our digital twins right and we'll mm. get into metaverse will have you know offers like space we can invite a lot of people so mm. kind of, of the things which used to people do like in the tedx talk right so yeah. there is a person who is speaking on the stage so similar way uh, that is going to be the next step in metaverse but i'm still not sure if that is going to be succeed or not mm. Yeah, coming with, uh, you know, with the new devices, which is which are going to come into the market, I think the game can surely change.
0: What mistakes should you avoid, you know, if you considering your first uh, immersive project, you know, say forever, it's uh, AR, VR, Metaverse, which, you you know, what are the things to avoid, you know, to maximize success and minimize risks?
1: Right. So uh, majority of the time, uh, what I have seen is that the major mistake which people do when they are using the immersive experience first time is just copying what their competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. So for example, X brand is already using the AR for their product, right? So what the similar brand is going to do is they will come to us and say, hey, you know, this brand is doing it. I also want similar to this, but they don't understand that, you know, similar things never works so most of the time in marketing the thing which has worked out for a particular brand it's not sure that this is going to be work for an another brand as well you always have to come up with something niche for your audience because if a brand has a 10000 people who are their customers they are a different kind of customers they have different need they need different kind of you know branding marketing hmm. similar way maybe you are selling the same product but that doesn't mean that you know the same kind of experience will work So that's why most of the time when any brand comes to us and say, you know, we want something similar to this, 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 we always say that, Hey, you know, we understood the concept that you want to, you want to use the AR, but using the same kind of thing, never going to work for you. So what we do is we do a little bit of consulting. Mm -hmm. We understand their pain point, who are their customers, what exactly they want to promote, whether they want to promote their brand, they want to promote their product, or they just want to get the traction of their customers so depending on the different need we create the solution and then you know we give it to them mm-hmm. so i think that's number one mistake which people do while you know using the immersive experience because immersive is easy but again a little bit hard for the people as well because people mm-hmm. like my parents uh, mm-hmm. who are going to use it right and so even even you know using the ar is a little bit tough for them even my parents don't know you know what is ar and vr till now I so, I have to think it from a longer perspective that you know if we are creating something, it has to be easy uh, for our customers and easily and also easily usable. That's mm-hmm. what we have to think about that. Most of the time, I have seen brands keep uh, do you know a lot of thinking around the creative part. Hey, you know we want to do like this, we want to do like this. But at the end, when they launch it, mm-hmm. people don't know how to use it. So that's the major problem which happens. So you always mm-hmm. have to that whatever solution you launch. It has to be easy to use
0: and also make a little bit sense for the people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and very often a lot of brands jump on the on the proverbial bandwagon because all the other brands are doing it. So they feel the pressure to be there too. And as you rightly say, they just kind of like copy. But they don't necessarily think about what do you want to get out of this exercise? Yeah. Is it learnings? Is it uh, actual uh, conversions, increase in traffic and, et mm-hmm. and and I And I guess. Probably in the early days, what makes sense is for brands and, and for for marketing team is the learning part, learning the, the platform, the channels, how people engage, etc. And using these learnings to then decide what to do next, you know, armed with more information and experience, so it kind of makes okay. fantastic. This was very, very uh, uh, instructional uh, and inspirational as well. And and I, I can myself, my my mind is kind of like buzzing with a lot of ideas for applications of AR and say, oh, my God, we could use this for that and for that. Oh, that is actually really, really exciting. So I will say thank you again. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, speaking to our podcast and uh, wish you the very, very best for your trip, because I know you're doing a lot of conferences across the world at the moment to. To talk about uh, immersive so i hope to see you again soon and maybe again on our podcast with thank some you. great case studies me here yeah thank you so much for having me
1: here it was really a pleasure talking to you